and welcome to episode two of our Kinky Kindles. To be f- fully honest, that this is the second intro we've done because the first time I choked on a cracker. So. Yeah, that's the only reason the we're only- starting again. <laughs> right. And not because we accidentally stopped recording. <laughs> Um, if you're new here, uh, this is a podcast where your two unnamed podcast hosts talk about um, a smutty book um, and mm. anything else that comes across our table. And everything else. And this episode, you're very lucky because we have a special guest here who is also unnamed. It's a drum roll. Yeah. Uh, we keep ourselves nameless because we all work in various mental health professional fields and we have people who probably don't need to know that we do this in our free time yeah you know it might it might disrupt the therapeutic relationship um could that's our stance at the moment you know we'll see how it goes. if you find this and you're a client of mine peace and blessings upon you i'm sorry if you're uh, one of mine please leave you are too young <laughs> Get out immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yours are most definitely minors. Yeah. And should be should be not listening yeah. to this content. Though. Teens be fucking. Teens be fucking. Mm-hmm. I just shit. Hey everybody. This is your podcast host from the future. Um, I just wanted to let you all know that this next portion of the podcast has a super annoying metronome sound in the background that we can't take out. So apologies for that. If you need to skip ahead, it's about 38 minutes long, so you can skip ahead. But, I mean, obviously there's a big chunk of content in there, um, but it won't hurt our feelings if you feel like you need to skip ahead. No big deal. Um, Sorry about that. That setting is now uh, turned off, so it's not going to happen again. Super are bad. Um, But please enjoy the rest of this podcast on Akatar. All right. And we're and we're, <laughs> we're back. Sorry again for the weird cut. I'm sure it sounded awesome on the uh, on the edit. Sponsored by Cayman Jack margaritas. Yeah, five percent margaritas. Mm. It says five percent, five point eight. That's almost six. Oh, is that okay. what we're feeling? Okay. We should try a couple more and see what happens. Well, I brought. I think we're. At, I, I bought a six pack. Yeah, no, I. I think oh, you that's bought what I told you. Yeah. Oh. I found them at I think Kroger. We got one more a piece, maybe. At the very least, I've had three. Or I've had definitely two. Definitely gonna need pizza. Two, four, six. One. Yeah, no, I have a whole new six pack in there. Let's well, go. I got one out of the. Because I only had five. Because I, I drank one on my own last night. On the drive over. Yeah. No. <laughs> alone. <laughs> Let me tell you. Last night I was alone because. I know. My partner is out of town. That's fine. Last night, I was alone, so obviously I, like, cracked a couple drinks and watched Pride and Prejudice by myself. Oh, I was going that was a good time to read some smut. Oh, right? I read some smut this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm okay. reading mm-hmm. uh, The Fine Print by... By whom? An author. I, I know. I'm passing my Kindle. It's, um... Oh, I can reach I can, it. I can, I can quite reach it. Wait, so... Let's rewind real quick to Pride and Prejudice. This is the mm-hmm. Kieran Knightley version, right? Like, you're Obvious. not crazy. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm not a serial okay. killer. I I watch that every single fucking day. You know what? We should have a every segment time. for where we discuss the targeted ads on my Kindle. So, interesting. I used to, on my old Kindle, I got those, like, terrible ads. Yes. With the ugliest coverage I've ever seen. Yes. Oh. All abs. On my new Kindle, it is beautiful photos of, like, um, libraries uh, and like ink, quill and ink, like oh, they've really magic. stepped up their screensaver game. Are they still ads though? Or it's not ads. It's, it's just like a screensaver. You can do the ad free. It's because you bought you the. Bought it's the because your version. partner 
purchased That's the ad free version yeah. for oh, you at Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Can't know it. So here's, yeah. here's, um, I, for one, kind of enjoy these targeted ads. I have never bought a single one of them, but they entertain me endlessly every time I open my Kindle because I think, the fuck is this? <laughs> um, this one is by Anna Markland, best selling author of Medieval Romance. Um, this is Love Sweet Sting, Bound by Guilt, Freed by Love, a oh. heartwarming medieval romance. Bound by Guilt, no. Freed by Love. Oh, you know? that is a Lego man, I would say. I'm interested. I'm curious. I mean, well, all of a sudden. 41. <laughs> I see he's got the money piece. You yeah. know how I feel yeah. about a money piece. Yeah, I, no, I tell him my hairdresser. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, Do we still call him hairdressers? Yeah. I think people who touch hair, people who help me not have horrible hair. So anyway, I forgot <coughs> I, I pulled open my Kindle other than to. Oh yeah, oh, I wanted to put the, down what you had. The fine print. Mm-hmm. The fine print by whom? Uh, I can't know it. Okay, can't be known. <laughs> just type it in. It's Alas, a series. The local library is not carrying it just yet. Okay, okay. Libby, we have the Libby app mm-hmm. here in mm-hmm. our region of the U.S. of A. Um, we'll find this at some point. Okay. Um, but it's a series. And, you know, it's like a three brothers situation. <laughs> but it's not, it's not an RH. Three brothers, separate stories. Oh, um, it's not a reverse harem. Yeah, situation. RH, reverse harem, if you're new to the smut world. <laughs> we'll um, get into RH. Oh, we've read RH. <laughs> um, but they are like owners of a park not dissimilar to Disney World. Oh. So they're like kind of the higher ups. It's Dollywood. Maybe we should not say Dollywood. <laughs> Oh. Dollywood, all the way across the country from where we live. No one will tell by the accent at all. Where they we know are. from the south, <laughs> regionally. We don't have accents. We talked about. I feel like Dollywood is like we a talked crown about jewel of the south. Like Dear that's a that's regional true. draw. Anywhere we do talk about cultural intersectionalities, so we will cover. We've, we've talked about the Bible Belt and the perspective. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah. So we are within, um, you know, a day's driving distance of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Or sorry, <laughs> our Lord and Savior. Not Jesus Christ. Okay, dear God, now. Um. Anyway, we yeah yeah. What were we saying about Dolly Parton? Okay, so they own Dollywood. They. It's more. It really is more like Disney World. It's called okay. Dreamland, literally. Oh. So. Dreamland. Yeah. It's, and the picture on every like chapter is like a Cinderella's castle. It's. Very much. I think it's based on Disney World. Okay. And they, wherever they are, it's very hot, which makes me think mm. that it's Orlando. like a Florida, Florida area. Yeah. Mm. So who wrote it? Oh, we can't know. I can't, we can't know. Lauren okay. Asher. Oh. Oh. Lauren Asher. Lauren Asher. Okay. Google is to be. Yes, that, that sounds right. Okay. We trust. We that trust sounds Google. like a smart writer's name. Lauren Asher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some real light mm. names. For yeah. sure. I wonder if my, if my mystery name would work as a... As a smart writer. I don't know if I could write some of these scenes. No. I don't think I have what it takes. I don't think so. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. You don't believe in me. Our guest does not have any faith. No, I read some of this and I'm like, oh, wow, this is magic. Mm-hmm. It really, it's some artistry that I Truly. don't know. Okay, so. Yeah, where are we going with this? This episode, <laughs> I'm going to give us some direction. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, so the reason that we have a guest today is because we all read the same... We're in a book club. (laughs) (laughs) This Um, is the inaugural meeting. Yes. A smut book club, if you will. Of the smut book club. And as any smut book club should, we have read Akatar 
And if you don't know what Akatar is, that's a court of thorn and roses, the TikTok sensation. Mm-hmm. There I, are no podcasts about Akatar. Absolutely none. This is I, the first. Nobody else's. We're really blazing new trails. This, yeah, here. this is some really unique content that no one else will have already covered. Um, I, I think that's what makes this interesting. Is that <laughs> <laughs> that we're just like every other podcast. We're just like every other three girl. girls in a room. I'm just saying, but yes, okay. Let's let's cover really quickly. That was me clapping for uh, effect. Let's cover really quickly. Why, yeah, that is also clapping. Why we read Akatar? What's what brought this to life? Why would we read this book? <clears throat> um. Well, so I am. You're the reason. Yeah. You're the reason. <laughs> I, I, I Okay. I am the, the Akatar, um, the bringer of the fantasy mm-hmm. romance. Though I will say my fellow podcast host is seasoned in fantasy romance. It's not like it's unheard of. Outlander. Outlander. Yes. Um, however, um, I got bullied into reading Akatar by a different set of friends who. Cruel. um so i read it the first one was fine and then i decided to read the whole series and once you read the rest of the books you'll be like yeah the first one was fine so yeah i think that's what i and our guest host i'm gonna end up saying those names at some point we'll bleep it yeah we'll bleep it I think that's what we kind of landed on, As which is like, we're going to figure it out. We're going to Google. And um, I also am going to figure out how to, how to even put this in a cloud somewhere. But that's, that's beside the point. The, yeah, this is okay. Akatar, well, we'll get into it. I don't want to give my like star rating. Mm-hmm. But okay. if you're in it for smut, maybe Akatar 1 is not. Do you have your like phone notes? Yeah. Like our shared notes, so I can look at the. Yeah, dog. <laughs> smart. Okay. Sweet little babies. Um, because we're professionals, I pulled up a our uh, format template. Our shared note. Yeah. You know. So, um, I guess the first thing we could talk about is the hero. They're both cool. Or do you think it's Feyre? Feyre. 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 Mm-hmm. I think they give us a little pronunciation yeah, they somewhere do. in the first book. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciated because I would have said it wrong in my head the whole time. Yeah, I listened I to the first one, told. so that helped with oh, all yeah. the Oh, good. Oh, I, we need some guidance on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their names are different. So would we say she's the heroine? Are we talking about the person with, with whom she has sexual relations? So I guess in this sense... Because there is another section for heroine. So we're, I guess we're talking okay. about, like, what would be the traditional, like, male lead romantic interest. Mm-hmm. We covered this in the last episode. Our guest our guest has just not heard this. We covered how as we're, we're, in, we're into dick. We're yeah. In, it's unfortunate, really. Okay. It really, I wish it was A hetero-leaning so, smut. A hetero-leaning smut. However, yeah. we will feature some diversity. We will feature... Um, but yes, there's a real heteronormative. Yes. We're aware of it. Though, like, I have read lots of different, yeah. like, one different stop. types. Yeah. One stop. Beautiful. Royally. No, not royally not ready. <laughs> That's very straight. Um, red, white, and royal blue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Royally not ready is oh, not the vibe. I love red, white, and 
Yes. Precious. Such a good one. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we like, will feature. We don't We don't discriminate against any kind of. You know, we do reverse harems here. You know, anything, whatever. It's just we as because you know we're we're into guys. Me and me and my way. host. That's what we're gonna feature today with Akatar. So, yes. But yes, hero and heroine, very heteronormative. Yeah. We're up to talk about it later. And we have guests who have other identities who, and she's nodding her head, yes, who are... We love to hear about. Usually open to sharing their experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not mad. Like, heteros get to exist as well. There's yeah. a time and a place for a hetero, you know. There's a time and a place. <laughs> That's good. Maybe they've <laughs> had too many times and too many places, <laughs> yeah. to be clear. To be clear. But... Yes, we will feature we will feature other viewpoints. Um, what were we saying about hero and hero? So, okay, yes. Um, so the hero, the main thing is, would we let our friends date this man? Now, I, I'm going to put a caveat at this, is that I have more information than you all do. True. Because and you've read the whole fucking series. Well, that's what's out. What's out? Yeah, it's yeah. unfinished as of yet, right? They're still Correct. coming down the pipeline. So this is like Harry the Potter. general setup is like the first... Three, so like Akatar, Akamath, and Akawar are a court of thorns and roses, a court of mist and fury, a court of wings and ruin. Mm -hmm. Those are all about Feyre and Reese, not Reese, Tamlin. I was gonna. Say. <laughs> um, it's all Tamlin. So it's Feyre centric. Okay, fair. Mm -hmm. The net, the book, the fourth book is about a different character that you probably have not met. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think the book after that is gonna be. Another separate uh, character. But obviously, still like in the universe, yeah. in the same like time frame. Mm -hmm. So we're telling the story. So yeah, Farah is still there, but it's not okay, about it's her. Not, okay. I yeah. See. Wait, cool. who is the um? Is it a is it a heroine? A hero? Mm -hmm. Who is our? It's 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 both. It's a new girl. Okay. Well, I mean, you know her, Nesta. Yeah. Oh, Nesta. Uh -huh. So it's her. Interesting. Yeah, and then her, and then okay. someone else. Okay. And let me tell you, that book is pure smut. <laughs> yeah, we're ready. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've been really been served a lot on TikTok of Akatar, and it was not as smutty as I expected. So at the first one, the first the one is not. Not the, at all. The second one is a very slow, slow burn, but it's really good. And then yeah. the third oh, one the is more, one. and the fourth one is just for the girlies. <laughs> 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 um, okay. So, would we let our friends date Tamlin? I will let you all answer. Depends on which friend. Knowing mm. that my answer is no. <laughs> mm. mm -hmm. No? Your answer is no? Hell no. Well, you know a lot about Tamlin. I know Tamlin. so much more. We only know episode one. We only know book one. Phantom of, Menace. Mm -hmm. I don't know Phantom Menace of Tamlin. Would, what do you think? I, I feel very torn about that because I feel like you know the big reveal at the end of the book is that he's been under this like curse for this whole time yes and so a part of me is like well that's that's pretty sketchy like it's kind of predatory to like lure this person in. Ooh, a good but then point. it's also like he was literally cursed to not be able to talk to her about it and mm. so I don't know if that I don't know if he's the one to be accountable for that necessarily is it but it doesn't seem like a particularly healthy start to a relationship, I will say. Certainly. Period. 
So there's some deception yeah. involved. I don't think it would be. I don't. Yeah, no, mm. the vibes are off. No matter whose fault it is, I think. Like, ooh, so we're we're about some transparency and mm. consensual sexual interactions. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. that feels healthy. Yeah, I think. Um, I. I would. I don't know. I don't know what my stance on. Mm-hmm. Tamlin would be, I, no, probably not. That's the right answer. I think it's very withholding (laughs) just from the, Mm -hmm. uh, full disclosure, I like read the bulk of it a few months ago. And by few, I Mm. mean like around the holidays, it is now March. And then I um, binge read the rest of it today in true um, neurodiverse fashion. Um, it's how I made it through grad school. It's how I made it through my entire life. Um, but I, yeah, as upon listening, mm-hmm. so I, I started the audiobook today from the place where she enters or she comes back to their world and then she meets, what's the servant's name? Alice. Mm-hmm. Alice. And Alice is like, hey, this Pour is the shit that's Alice. going the down. Oh, God. Yeah. And then she goes into Aramantha. Aramantha, is that how we say it? Amarantha. Amar- or Aramantha. You'll never be able to unhear that. <laughs> Amarantha um, goes into into her underground situation. And oh, so yeah. what I have a problem with is kind of the withholding, the mm-hmm. breadcrumbing mm-hmm. aspect of the... Because Tamlin could have said at many points that he loved Thera, but he did not. So I think that that's a little, a little, that's the part that mm-hmm. kind of rubbed me wrong. Because it's like, well, if you cared for her, mm-hmm. why? I feel like this, there was a, a lot of deception. Yeah. And I think it, like, it was never going to end well with this, like, pattern of withholding. And then this big reveal at the very last minute. Like, yeah. that's not really aiming for success. You know, if what you're trying to do is, like, break this curse. Like, you could set yourself up for Yes. A better outcome, I think, than that, probably. For a better And even outcome. if he couldn't have told her directly, like, there, I, I do think there are other things he could have done to um, be kind to her and win her over. And it was under the guise of, like, this is because it was true love, right? That was kind of his stance of, like, I didn't want to use you to lift this curse, but it's like, I, I feel like that got real twisted. Again, the mental health professionals in the room have an opinion about the patterns at play here. Not to be party poopers. I think it's also a real bummer now that I'm, like, thinking about it again. Mm-hmm. That this whole thing, like, their whole situation, Farah understood to be, like, she was being punished. And, like, it, it sets mm. up such a power dynamic and, like, a victimhood for her. All, or, not a victimhood, Stockholm but, like, syndrome. a, yeah, like, a, like, she was the one who was feeling guilty about doing this, like, terrible thing. And then it turns out, like, it's not about you at all. It's mm. about this, like, setup. And, and the fact, super problematic, that he's just, like, sending his boys out to be murdered. That's a pretty big bummer. <laughs> No, you know, the more I think about it, like, yeah, we're definitely not dating him. No. We're running an interview on that one. Yeah. yeah. I can't. That ain't it. Okay. So, yes, you all have the correct opinion about Tamlin. Um, and you oh, we do, have the correct opinion. Well, the, there is, you will know that there is a correct opinion um, because oh. some shit happens in, in book two. And you all, 
you will say, yeah, that was the correct opinion. Okay. Um, I'm a firm. So our spidey senses are. Yeah, you you picked up on some on some key stuff. Okay. I will say so. Um, one of the things that even in the in the first book, when I didn't know what I know now, Mm -hmm. I fucking hated so much that he didn't do shit during the trials. Yeah. He didn't do shit. What? He just sat there. Yeah. And like. But then... I mean, say what you want, but Reese was the one that was helping her. Like... That's super true. And I think... Yeah. I have big opinions. And the one time that he got to, like, connect with her, he wanted to fuck her? Are you serious? That's a pretty big bummer. Like... That's a bummer. Sorry. That's a no from me. Yeah. 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 That was Mm -mm. a very... um, And then somebody said... Was it Reese? It was was like... He's like, you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. Well, that's helpful (laughs) for sure. But it was... It was like, did you ever consider that this was to kind of protect? Or no, it was Lucian. This was to protect you from, or protect, yeah, you from him. Like he couldn't display what bothered him about your torture. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at every turn, we're like looking for his reaction, looking for his reaction, and he's yeah. stone cold. Which is, I think, setting setting up the girlies for dating someone with a personality disorder conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. And I think the whole the whole excuse of like, well, if he showed what's her name, the bad guy, what's, what's Amarantha? Amarantha, yeah, the Amarantha. Mm-hmm. Uh, like she already knew. Like she already knew this was the human, and oh, she knew yeah. about the curse because she's the one who wrote the fucking thing. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't matter if you're being stone faced about it because she. She fucking she clocked it. Like, yeah, she's like it was self serving. Anyway. The only it's reason she was in the trials was because of him. That's a good like, point. That's like, a good yeah. point. He wasn't it wasn't doing a secret. Anything. He wasn't making anything better. No, way. it was self-serving. Also, it wasn't him that was describing his reason for the Stone Cold. It was Lucian who was defending his blood. I like Lucian much better. I than know. <laughs> li- okay, no spoilers, but do we see Lucian again? Do we get to? Oh no, is he? Lucian's gonna get a whole book. Yes. <gasps> Oh, I got goosebumps. I'm um, not gonna lie. As the representative <laughs> non-hetero in the room, Lucian is giving off by wife energy. Some vibes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. So Did we know that explicitly in the first book <laughs> that that he gives off vibes. Yeah. So unfortunately, well, oh no, um, his uh, mate is female. Mm. Um, well, however, it does sell. She hates him. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, so it's unclear if they're going to be together or not. It's it, I can't tell from what I know. So okay. from what mm. you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm very I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really liked him. I, know. I also saw a TikTok of like fan art from Akatar this week, and mm. Lucian is he's got that long red, red hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, is there some Jamie Fraser? That's my standard for men. Oh, from Allender. Allender. We'll get to <laughs> it. Oh, oh, we'll, oh, we'll, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So right. it's actually darker red. It's like a mm-hmm. very rich, like okay. um, fire red. Because he's from he's from the Autumn Court, which is fire. Like my Perfect. friend Brilliant. Boop, who has red hair. <laughs> Three. Thrice. Surgery, you know? Yes, that one. She, yes. Her, mm-hmm. I think that's oh, the vibe. I love the inserted. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we will be picking things out. It's just, we're going to use that. We're going to clip that yeah, sound. I was going to say, but I didn't know how to do it. 
gonna do it. We can clip. I know how to clip things. Oh, whether uh, I'm a guest or not, I will be in the podcast in here. spirit. In spirit with a <laughs> Okay, yes, that specific red hair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tamlin, yeah. how is Tamlin depicted? Uh, he's like blondie. He's very blonde. Mm, a.m. Okay, not Orlando Bloom. What's his character? It's not Legolas blonde. It's okay. like... Um, Legoman blonde? It's like a little lighter than what our friend has. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. long... It's like it's, ashy kind and of. And he wears a lot of green. He gives. Oh, he does give elfish vibes. Elvis. Uh-huh. Spring. Yeah. Spring court. I'm picturing the guy from The Princess Bride. Like, kind of yeah. sandy, oh, kind of. Yeah. Very Disney prince. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to hate him. Oh, it's awesome. I'll I'm hate ready. him later. And then Reese, his fan art is so good. Yeah. Okay. He's not so... your type at all. No, he's, <laughs> he's not. But he's very much my type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Variety it's giving the, what's his, it's giving Loki. It's yes. giving sexy Loki. Loki's we strong as hell. And, I don't. Um, I, no, just to confirm that Reese is open to um, other men being involved. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Um, he, yeah, the vibes that. are there mm-hmm. as well. Yes. He just loves sex. That's very true. That's <laughs> why we're here. So no, anything no. else you want to say about Tamlin or Lucian? I guess they could both be considered. Tamlin, mm-hmm. Lucian, and we got like just a little smattering of You got a of taste Reese. of recent. 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 Recent is what I want to call it. It's recent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. That's all I've got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would not let any of those three. Tate anyone anyone love? Yeah, I disagree. Really? Okay. Well, okay. You don't. You don't. You don't know Reese yet. Well, I think for Reese, it's the trauma, babe. Like we understand Mm. where he's coming from, probably. But if we're gonna enter trauma into the chat, then probably certainly Tamlin. Tamlin was Mm -hmm. having a whole ass trauma response during the trial. The whole thing. The whole thing. There was a real freeze response in a freeze freeze moment there. So still want to kick him in the dick. Still a no from me. As accountable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I just want to know your first impressions of Reese because he's obviously a very big character. Okay. So you hyped up Reese so much when you were mm-hmm. probably a little a little drunk at some point, but probably mm-hmm. I, that's not very on brand. So right. <laughs> I'm big on like consensual. <laughs> I'm big on. I'll always forgive it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think. Yeah. You're talking about the dan- the dancing. Okay, I will say with the dancing, I really respected there was just like a little blurb there on like it only showed like it was only like it wasn't purely exploitative. It was like just on her hips or whatever. It was like mm-hmm. enough that he kind of respected her boundaries, her consent. Oh, so yeah. I liked that. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I liked his vulnerability at one point. Mm. I could see I could see really warming up to this character. For sure. What are y'all's stances? For sure. Yeah, I well, I have been like spoiled a little bit because I've been getting served such TikTok content. And yeah. so I oh. knew to expect him to kind of come in at the end like a dark horse, which he did. So I was ready for that. Okay. And I was kind of primed for like, I don't think I'm supposed to love Tamlin. I was the same like, way. I kind of knew okay. that there was going to be a switch up, so I was looking forward to it. Yeah. And I think I definitely have, like, a soft spot for, like, a problematic fave. And I think that Reese is very relatable because yes. of he – Like, it sucks. Like, he's not happy about what's going on in his life right now, and I think mm-hmm. he's doing – 
his best. He's doing his best with what he's got. Yeah, and I like it. Tamlin's surely not. Okay. All of these dudes reminded me of like the guys in high school that were like popular and would like flirt with you, but then were like tormented. Uh-huh. Yeah, like didn't it, go to high school. It's giving. I would like block. I would bloom under that type of attention. Like mm-hmm. I know that about myself. Oh, you would. Yeah. You would oh, be yeah. the surrogate mother, so to speak. Oh, sure. Yeah, real psychoanalytic angle there. Uh A little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to share my full opinions on Reese because I feel like that would not be. It would be spoilery, I feel like. However, unfair. Yeah, we do. We know. But I will say that, um, like, my heart broke the most when he screamed when Feyre died. Ooh, I didn't catch that because I was listening at 2.5 speed. Oh, so yeah. Five. Yeah, it sounds like a demon's entering your brain. I process quickly. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's like that whole scene where you kind of like see things through his Mm. eyes at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he feels her dying and it's really terrible. Oh, my heart. Yeah. It's rough. Okay, there's some empathy there. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway, I'll reserve all my other opinions after you guys read the second one. Um, After I read the first one, I was like, that book was great. And then I read the second one, I was like, never mind, that book was trash. (laughs) This is the best book I've ever read. (laughs) So we can expect our opinions to to drastically evolve. Change. And the second one has so much tension. And, Mm -hmm. like, it's it's so good. Well, we were really set up for that at the end, right? And then I think the version that I had on Kindle let me do, like, a little, like, preview preview of episode two or whatever. Yes. And the Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and it was with Reese. And so I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. so you already got a taste. I got a little, <laughs> a little snack. A little snacky. Yeah. Episode two. Okay. I'd love to see it. Okay. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. That was our hero section. Yes. Now we're going to move on to heroine. Heroine. Or mm-hmm. the main character of the story. Feyre. And that is Feyre. How do you guys feel about her? Some real Katniss energy. Katniss, exactly. It's Katniss. Yeah. Yes. Which, Look, uh, who wrote this? Sarah Mass. Sarah J. Mass, SJM. I respect so much. I have not written a fucking book. Mm-hmm. I will say Katniss has already been done. Mm. I know that's a hot take. Well, break my heart I agree. To this. And I think, I personally think that she's kind of like a Walmart brand Katniss. Mm, Ooh! Katniss. Yeah, because Katniss. Like, Katniss is such an iconic character mm-hmm. powerful and like trying to emulate that kind of energy is so hard because she's like mm. very unique in that she's not likable and like i feel like farah is kind of likable mm-hmm. and relatable yeah. yeah and like katniss is like not wanting to be there but i feel like farah is the one who's like throwing herself into all this shit katniss <laughs> did not volunteer is well no, katniss did volunteer but did only in only to protect her sister yeah um mm. But this book, so this was originally, if you didn't art, if you didn't catch it, it's Beauty and the Beast fan fiction. That's what it was originally. I could Oh, because of the blonde and the Yeah, yeah. the fucking uh, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, wait, okay. wait, back All up. All right. Beauty and the Beast fan fiction? Just Sarah J. Mass wrote this? Yeah, so be- it started out as Beauty and the Beast fan fiction and then you know evolved into its own little but like when I was reading I it, I was like this is this is Beauty and the mm-hmm. Beast. Like, mm-hmm. I've read this story. I know this story. I mean, yeah. Turns Stockholm Syndrome. Know. Yeah. You know. Mm. 
Interesting. That makes so much sense, but the it would not occurred to me at all. The worm was not very... Well, obviously, this that's where it evolved into its own mm. story. Okay. okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the beginning is very, very inspired by the first chapter of Hunger Games. Because it's like the very, it's the exact same scene. It literally mm-hmm. is. It's, okay. the, it's like scene for scene, the exact same. So if we did like a point system against Katniss Everdeen and Farah, what's their family name? We can't know it. What would we say? Farah Archeron. Archeron, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, after you read six of these, you figure that out. So <laughs> who, so we think that Farah is genuinely like, I think, she's a, I think she's a worse character than Katniss. <gasps> mm. Worse in what way? Worse is the blanket term. So I think she I think she is a strong female lead. Sure, sure, sure. However, there are some things with her character later on where I felt like oh. they are taking away a lot of her power. Mm. Okay. Uh, so Okay. Well, I've tried to do this without saying spoilers. It's okay. A lot of the later books remember. are focused on giving Feyre power back. But in the fourth book, that's not really about her. She's in it. Mm. The way that her story kind of comes to a conclusion is like so anti-feminist, oh. <laughs> and I kind of a bummer. I hated it so much. Katniss oh. is like a feminist icon. Mm-hmm. Like Katniss is running the whole show. Yeah, um, mm. you know we're playing into the narrative that women have to have babies and you know all the things, and so she procreates. Yeah, it's and it's hard to. Mm. Yeah, and the same thing happens to Katniss. That they mm-hmm. a lot of writers do this to women. Where Katniss said, "I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have kids. This world is not safe for kids." And she has kids at the end of the story. Mm-hmm. It happens to women a lot, and I I hate that narrative. Yeah, that's a yeah that can be an upsetting, especially when like the women are not asking for this, but then they find themselves with child, and yes. they finish. Yeah, they they become a mom. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird attempt to like. This person's been through so much shit, and now, like, they have this power, and they're, like, they've become hardened. And it's, like, it's a weird attempt to soften them. It's, like, you don't really need to. Oh. Like, they've been through all this trauma, and, like, yeah, they have, but that doesn't change that fundamentally. Like, Katniss didn't want to have kids. And, I, don't, I mean, Feyre, I don't know. She doesn't really explicitly say whether or not she did, but. I think it's kind of, re- it's a little bit reinforcing the narrative of, like, motherhood being like the ultimate self-actualization mm-hmm. for women oh. of like oh she was just so traumatized but now that she's healthy and safe and happy of course she wanted to have kids all along it was just you know yeah that's like so good yeah that's a great perspective of like we do and maybe that's like a heteronormative lens mm-hmm. too it is for like sure it's just so rooted in our cultural lens of like mm-hmm. this is all along like this is beneath the surface like she's secretly like this is the what we're fighting to, yeah mm. which is not necessarily the case i will say if the perspective was oh she came into this place of healing and abundance and was like i would love i'm in so much peace and so much wonderfulness i would love to procreate at this point that would be one thing but I feel like the it from what you're saying, it comes across more as like, oops. Yeah, I. So unfortunately, you don't really get this the conception scene okay. because the story's not about her. She, it's about Nesta. Yeah, it's about Nesta, and so it's kind of like you learn things about her through like oh, her yeah. talking to Nesta. Yeah. Um. So you don't. My impression is that's an accident, mm-hmm. but also there's some other stuff that happens earlier where it's like. There was some foreshadowing, so I don't know if it was like. Mm. It's hard to explain, but 
Yeah. You know, it's rough. Just as a sidebar, I really love when a series switches perspectives mm-hmm. like that and you still get to hear about the first character. Bridgerton. Yeah, I, I like that setup. And I I yeah. just really love long series generally because yeah. then I don't have to decide what I'm reading. Yeah, you just next. get like, like something. Just, yeah. It makes um, it a But I think fun. that's a really fun way to to build a world of like you know, and it's interesting that it's not like even like okay, one book is this character. Mm-hmm. She kind of it seems like SJM kind of went all just kind of did her own thing. Yeah, it. it's and interesting because yeah, it seems like true. like Farah gets like the first three, but it seems like like Nesta's gonna get one, mm-hmm. and then um, like Lucian's probably gonna get one, and there's another character that you'll meet later that's gonna get one. Um, Elaine obviously is around, so I imagine she's gonna get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their sister. She's yeah, boring as sister. hell. She still is. I still don't like her. Do you think this show? She has no personality. Will she be well, interesting? You know. Yeah. Um, commercial break. Commercial break. Wow. My cute little partner who's learning how to Uh-oh. navigate his um, curly hair that he's growing out. That's oh, he has come to get libations. <laughs> Understandably so. Hey, partner, can you grab me a? Oh yeah, can you refill our our drink? The things like the ones that look like these. All three of us. The Cayman Jack. We're leaving this Are they in. Three? Babe, what do you think? Maybe this could be another guest feature. What do you think A Court of Thorns and Roses is about? Judicial systems full of lies and sex. Well? You're not wrong. That's not Can we repeat for the people at home what he he said? He said a judicial system about lies and sex. A crooked judicial system. (laughs) A crooked, yeah. I would say that that is pretty on spot. You've crushed it. Babe, how did you know that? Oh, the the freaking metronome. Has that been going on the whole time? Yeah, it sure has. Are you serious? It sure has. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ooh, we're recording now. We just realized that the metronome feature has been playing the whole fucking time. So here's Good. the thing. Uh, I, I blame our- everybody else in this room besides me. <laughs> besides you're the ab- one touching the computer. You're absolved of all guilt. Yeah, that's pretty fair, actually. I and our, and our guest host knew very clearly, very quickly, that the metronome was indeed on. But, you know, we rationalized it. We thought, surely it's not a featured presentation in our, in our production. But um, TBD, if we can take it out. So, that'll be really special. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome. Okay. Anything else that you all want to talk about, uh, Farah? Anything else you want to say about her? I did really appreciate that she was the youngest daughter the youngest good point i thought that was interesting like the description of her relationship and her like family dynamic was giving oldest sister very clearly Mm -hmm, for sure and then to learn that she was the youngest was very interesting um and i also really liked that we got to hear about her resentment of her shitty family and that she was angry Mm. with them Really angry with her father, for sure. That was descriptive. We covered that thoroughly of how pissed she was. And I like that. Rightfully so. I thought she should have been pretty pissed. Yeah, period. Because they were just chilling. And then her sisters were like little fucking vultures. vultures. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like circling around. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, The alternative name for this podcast is Daddy Issues the Podcast. (laughs) Hashtag... 
Dad, yes. <laughs> it was brutal, too, when she got got by the little phantom fairy that was pretending to be her dad. And then she was Ooh. like, I should have known. He would have never yeah. put that nice. much That's effort. Rough. And I was like, mm, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That sucks. I I do appreciate I thank you for calling that out because I I appreciate her character and we have two middle children and an or two middle daughters and an oldest mm-hmm. daughter mm-hmm. and I I think that is yeah mm-hmm. a plug for our youngest daughters who mm-hmm. have some guts about them like mm-hmm. this um didn't have to go to her I think uh, to speak to Katniss Katniss was mm-hmm. the oldest she was older she mm-hmm. was older than Prim Prim I was gonna say Prue I don't know why. Um, it's been it's been a minute, even though they're out on Netflix right now. But I watched Catching Fire this afternoon. <gasps> oh my god! To be clear, her partner's out of town. Yeah, um, I'm alone. <laughs> she's alone. <laughs> That's the perfect time for Catching Fire. Yes, truly, truly. I've been watching the Mindy Project again, rewatching. To be clear, but um, my partner's in town. That's beside the point. Katniss is the oldest, so it's like mm-hmm. expected. Like this is some mm-hmm. very I I frequently diagnose oldest daughter syndrome yep. in clients and. They look at me like it's like some very serious diagnosis, and I'm like, this is not a serious diagnosis, Mm-mm. but they're like, no, is this a real, and I'm like, yes, that is 100% is real, a real thing, sure. though. Mm-hmm. That experience of, like, response, over-responsibility, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really powerful to think that, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think it takes on a different flavor with a youngest child. Yeah. Of, like, you know, has a special brand of codependency to mm. say, like... No one else that came before me is capable of shouldering this burden that I must alone take on yes. to, to prove my like value as a member of the family. Like that's its own, you know, it's its own flavor. To um, frame it as codependency, I am is it into not? it is because oh, it very much it has to be. Mm. She's like, what would they do without? They me? could never yeah. possibly survive in this world if it weren't for me. <gasps> Which is so funny Crazy because, like, friend. if you y'all don't know Nesta very well, but like, if her thinking that Nesta can't take care of herself, mm, Nesta's scary. Nesta's a she's a bad bitch. Nesta's a, she'll yeah, fuck you up. Like a bad bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We respect. Yeah. And the distance that she kept when Farah came back, and she was yeah. like, I don't know why Nesta's being so cold. And Nesta was like, Bitch, I have seen this whole. Did you know I could see you? Yeah. Like, I'm not stupid. Yeah. That was some enlightening. And that it. was just like a brief little blip. It was, uh-huh. and it was a foreshadowing. SJAS. SJM. SJS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like what is to come, which is mm-hmm. this is this shit's about to go down with Nesta. Too. I could have spent a lot longer on that, on like Nesta and Feyre getting reacquainted with yeah. each other. That was like, I feel like mm. if you wrote out the timeline of the book, like that's a pretty big plot point. But then it was just like, all right, here's a chapter or two. Back to the heteronormative. Yeah. yeah, that's a very that's very prominent in book three. Mm. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, Exploring because these sisters are going through this. Yeah, I. I feel like we could glean the, that's not what y'all are here for, this is a smart podcast, but we could glean the family dynamics for a long time of, like, why is, yeah, what has influenced these these young women to pursue the men that they are based on their passive ass? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dad has a very interesting story arc. I, I would say that I, I think that he's bad. <laughs> he's not a great sure, father. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, an absent father, if you will. Mm-hmm. Every good heroine has to have an absent father. Well, how? But, oh, Just so. Feyre. Yeah. I think, so Farah being the youngest, I, I, I actually did like that about her mm-hmm. and that 
um, you know, she brings a little bit of, you know, fun and power to mm. being the baby mm-hmm. when, you know, babies are often, you know, the traditionally a little more spoiled than the oldest. Mm-hmm. Not her. Not her. She's out there hunting for their mm-hmm. Yeah. Very Katniss of her. Yeah. Okay. I would say also one more note in the pro Farah column as I love her artistic expression. Yes. I love that painting is a creativity mm-hmm. element. Painting is very important to her. Yeah. She does lots of painting I appreciated stuff later that. Too. And I think mm. we don't often get like a warrior that has like a creative. Mm-hmm. You know, Katniss yes. Everdeen would never be caught dead a good creating. Point. No, Peta is the yeah, I was gonna say, Sweet yeah. Peta's okay. over yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we got a little She'd more be like, dimension. Get that here. paint. The fuck yeah, away get from the me. fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah, but no, I like that. Yeah, that's that. That is That's true. a good work. Yeah. We're containing multitudes. Which, within. speaking of, like a softer like, side of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not related to motherhood. A soft yes. side for yes. her that is An not artistic really expression for Yes, I do like, like that. We can have a softer, yeah, yeah a more feminine energy yeah. that doesn't necessarily have to translate directly to. Yep. Um, procreation. Yes. Interesting angle there that it doesn't always we can It's wild. Yeah. Be feminine without self actualize. <laughs> Even as women. Yeah. Even as lowly women. Something to look forward to. There is a smut scene in book two that involves paint. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, uh, surprising literally no one. It also is yeah. after the whole body painting situation with her boobies out. Oh mm-hmm. true. Definitely. It spans like a whole chapter. And it's very descriptive. I'm also not surprised by that because I feel like when he was so, like, impressed by her, when he was able to clock, when Tamarin was able to clock that she was painting her, like, Heidi hunting spot in the woods, Mm -hmm. that was a very, like, charged moment, I thought, Mm. of, like, she was nervous to show him all her paintings. It was like, I want you to have this one. But then he ended up, like, seeing a very vulnerable and personal one. Like, that had some sexual undertones to me. Uh, So I'm not surprised that painting continues to be, like, an erotic crossover. For sure. It's her Mm self-expression. It's vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Ooh, there's no hiding it. Oh, I'm ready. It's good. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, oh. if that's all I wanted to say about Feyre, we'll talk about her more. Obviously, she's the star of the story. Okay. So the next one is um, just general story. What like did you like the story? Mm. Knowing that it's mm. beneath the beast fan fiction, that really is like putting things into place yeah. in a way that now I'm like I don't know how I didn't because like yeah it's very much mm-hmm. I think it's the beast. it's because we've seen it done yeah and mm-hmm. many other none come to mind right now but i feel like beauty and the beast is the kind of thing you know what that's just my own experience probably saying that everything is beauty and the beast everything is stockholm syndrome it's not Ooh. but i it comes up a lot it does of like this this the idea of a captive. dominant man mm-hmm. and a passive woman very common yeah, yeah a yeah. trope that i enjoy in smut um, we do not apologize for the tips <laughs> that we enjoy in Smut. There's no shaming in this. That's right. Yeah. We are, we are feminists. Maybe it's something that we identify with being put into a passive role as women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Are, are we truly passive if we are engaging in sexual... Well, yeah, we can be, but anyway, we're over intellectual Mm-hmm. And by we, I mean me. Yeah. And by me, I, I'm just here for a good time. Don't ask me to do anything. Just, 
here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now that's relatable. Just here mm-hmm. for a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The story, I will say, our, um, your name, Bleep, was very clear about like this is setting, and in terms of the story, this is setting the stage for all the rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, I feel like this was so detail heavy. Yes, the purpose mm. of this book is world building. That yeah. is it. Because I have, mm, yeah, I have a, the characters are not even like like there are other characters that are so much more important than the ones that are in this book. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am mm. so. I have a very low threshold for boredom mm-hmm. and for tedious details. I'm not a digital person. I'm a big picture person. You've read Outlander. I could eat Outlander with a spoon. I could do that. The details in that. I am not. You've read Lord of the Rings. The details in that book. There was a whole other language. Okay, I appreciate you bringing <laughs> up all of that. I'm just direct just, contradictions to what just I'm saying. trying to point out the inconsistencies. She's a Gemini, babe. What it <laughs> That's so Let true. Yes. Uh-huh. Multitude. We're not I, touching that one. I that's, am, that's so true. Contradictory. Yes, our astrology. <laughs> Our astrology queen is here. I'm a Gemini sun. I'm a Gemini rising. I'm a Gemini. You're a triple Gemini? No. No. No, that's fuck your nose. I know I'm I'm twice a Gemini. Don't you have a cancer moon, bro? Anyway. We love cancer. Look, the dynamics here are wild. All I'm saying is that I We have a cancer sun, a Gemini sun, and a Libra sun. Here we are. Okay, well, we're going to get into That's really one of the... You have many benefits. Our beautiful co-star, you have many benefits. We love you so much. Yes. And Mm -hmm. you can inform us. You can inform us on... Mm -hmm. Though, if if it doesn't seem like I'm giving off cancer energy, it's because I'm Aries rising, and that comes out a lot. I think it is your rising sign as well. I think you're a double Gemini, not a triple. I would love to talk about what I am, because now I have my co-star pulled up, which is... is, um, No, let us tell you what you are. <laughs> I'm a Gemini Sun. Mm-hmm. I'm a Gemini Moon. I am a Libra, Libra rising. rising. Um, that makes sense. So I look like for this baby. I look like I have my shit together. I am airy as you are. That's an unbalanced chart if I've ever seen one, babe. The, the, exactly the neurodivergence is <laughs> the neurodivergence is present. It's present. <laughs> It's okay. Balanced is my middle name. I love it. No, I do have vivid memories of our co-stars saying, "You need some water to like to like." That's me. I've got lots of water. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very. That's why I love to be near the water. Mm -hmm. I love the ocean. I love the water, but I think it's because I'm just like. Yeah. I'm not even on. I'm not even of this world. All of that to say. (laughs) That's so true. Fucking details included in a court of thorns and roses. Ah. Part one, Mm -hmm. act one. Too much. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. You wanted slower world building. I get it. No. Absolutely not. I I want. No, I'm I'm saying spread out over multiple books. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, I wanted, I, see. I, I yeah. wanted them to say this is a world, and I wanted to say, okay, cool. But this one doesn't doesn't have a map in it, right? Because the second one has a fucking map, I like believe. a full ass map. We got to learn about. She saw like the big mural of like the history mm-hmm. of the Fey or who I don't even. 
what do we call the like magical? Yeah, I'm a fae. Fairies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, fae. I really I liked the mural and I liked her experience of like reading it mm-hmm. and I liked Ooh. almost the like anthropological view of like she's discovering oh. and the like the sacred space that turned out under the mountain. So we're like, oh, this is sacred on the map and it's being used by this baddie. It's I liked it. Cool. I liked it. it like a, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like that too. I'm into it. I mm-hmm. I do think okay. Yeah, I really appreciate um, our co-host. Calling out all the inconsistencies and how much I actually, I actually do love a fantasy world. Um, I really do. I should you not. I just, I have a lot on my mind these days. I guess call it clients. I do love a map. I do love a world. I do love a different language. I've read all the Lord of the Rings. All of I, I'm into Outlander. I could quote you the Outlander Bible, like the Bible. I don't know. Well, the Bible, the. The lexicon, the uh, the world mm-hmm. of Outlander. I could, like, draw you charts and stuff. I enjoy it. I think, I don't know what, was Feyre not compelling? I don't know. I TBD, I withhold a judgment yeah. mm-hmm. on the world-building story element of Court of Thrones and Roses, but I do respect that we have to lay a foundation. We have yes. to lay a foundation mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. we move into the rest of these worlds. So you're saying that the rest of... The books have more plot moving forward. There's a lot more plot. I will say that you're going to see a lot more um, courts. So you're going to see the day court. You're going to see... Um, oh, oh, Lord. There's, I thought there there's was a, just the... No, there's fucking... There's so many. So oh, there's a eight. Yeah, the day court. There's a night court. There's the court of nightmares. Um, the court of... Timber and something. I feel like there are seasonal courts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's right? spring, autumn, fall, and winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, summer and winter. Are there the elements like fire? Yeah, so autumn is fire. It has to relate to like what powers they have. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, and um, so the night court is like, you'll spend a lot of time in the night court. Mm-hmm. Well, sure, because mm-hmm. The most powerful mm-hmm. High Lord there ever was mm-hmm. is from the night court. I did feel like ending this book, I was like, I don't know why this is called The Court of Thorns and Roses, and that lets me know I have a lot to go in this series. And I think they talk, I think that was a recurring metaphor that they talked about. Yeah, like, it really is just a metaphor. Thorny, yeah, uh-huh. like whatever. Yeah. The like relying on the court as the title of the whole series. Sure. Like there's going to be some other shit going on yeah. here. I the courts imagine. are. Like, I w- more important than we are led to believe by only being in a court, really, for the last, like, what? Few chapters. Book, like, ten mm-hmm. chapters. Yeah. 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 I will say, I, parts of me, and maybe this is, I don't know, parts of me were like, I can't believe Amarantha, is that her, her name? You know, yeah, you nailed it. Um, the R and the M are all mixed up in my airy brain, but I can't believe that she... I mean, spoilers. We will put a spoiler alert at the. Obviously, if we're reviewing a book, there's going to be a fuck ton of spoilers. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's your own fault. I, like, yeah, I'm not. Ma- I, yeah, if you're mad at us about that, that's literally your fault. Yeah, God, <laughs> maybe who will no responsibility for that? But just like, oh my God, she's dead. There's got to be more baddies. Like, there's got to be more problems. Like, mm-hmm. oh yay, Feyre is high fey now. Cool, cool, cool. Like, this can't be the end though. Mm-hmm. Like, there's got to be more conflict. There's got to be more tension. There's got to be more, like, Narnian 
uh, eternal winter Wait, type of energy. I kind of forgot that she got turned into a high phase. Hell yeah. Oh, well, she, I mean, she's having just like, listened to it. Blacked that out, I guess. It was I mean, so sure and if you th- And if you think about the way that she became high fae, uh-huh. getting, power, getting drops of things from all of from the courts. Mm-hmm. Something about her power maybe coming okay. into. Oh, mm-hmm. she, she has like special power because she has lots of. She's very. Yes, her very chart sick. is balanced. Right? Yeah, she's balanced as hell. Maybe I was trying to draw balance. that connection, but this is my third Cayman Jack. So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, third, third guest. guest. Okay, so these kind of all go together. Um, what were the tropes in this book? Um, I I am the resident trope expert here. Oh, yeah. Yes, this is because you are able to consume book talk and not have it just swallow oh, you yes. whole. My sweet, it sweet friend cannot whole. consume TikTok oh, I, I am the least I balanced. my hand at it. Yeah, go for um, it. We definitely Please. had like an enemies to lovers yep. trope. Mm-hmm. For sure. I feel like there's a love triangle for sure Absolutely. between Reese, uh, Tamlin, and Feyre. Does she still have one week a month with Reese? That's the bargain. You can't break oh, it. That's, that's a fucking bargain. She got a Sorry. tattoo. <laughs> I'm into that. Okay, let's yeah, go. Yeah, that was. Oh yeah, we like that oh, for sure. We love it. Can we incorporate really that good. into my marriage contract? Right. Mm. And the the eye. Mm-hmm. Let's like, go. No. <laughs> okay. Um. I think, okay, enemies to lovers, love triangle. Yeah, I think those are the two big ones yeah. that stand out to me. I would agree, probably. I think those are the two big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's one like involved, like there's force like, proximity. Force proximity, yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Oh, of. oh, oh, sure. yeah. So I mean, yeah. it was it, it's a little different because from the she was kind of she was kind of like a captive, which is also a brand of romance that people enjoy. Hashtag uh-huh. Stockholm syndrome. Right, right. I yeah. am not specifically turned on by captive romance. So no, yeah, there are, like are people that. who enjoy dark romances, and I really love that. Journey oh, we for do them. not kink shame. We do yeah. not no. shame. And if you, but we do respect each other's. If people want us to review a dark romance, then we will. But I for don't sure. typically consume dark romance. I love it. It's a little triggery. Yeah, it's a yeah. little bit. It's a little we each come times. into these with our own lived experience, mm-hmm. and that lives within us. As mm-hmm. we know, trauma kind of registers in our bodies, and and we will leave y'all guessing about our actual lived experience, but. Yeah, mm. we stand by what turns us on and what doesn't. Yes, and you know, being stolen away is not. Doesn't sound good to me. It's not great. <laughs> okay. That's gonna be a no from me. And we're not laughing at y'all. We are laughing at in terms of our own lived experience. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. Um, yeah. Enemies to lover. I mean, we already talked about this before, but enemies to lovers is my favorite of the tropes. <sighs> Forced proximity is also another favorite of mine. Okay, so. can we, what you got? I wonder if there's also, I, I feel like Feyre is a little bit giving some, like, manic pixie dream girl. She absolutely like, emotional is. Emotional brooding mm, dude, mm, mm, you know, so maybe a trope about, like, characters there as opposed to relationships or, like, a personality trope. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. She's kind of, I don't know. And I, I also think Tamlin is a, mm-hmm. like, he's a bad example of a brooding hero. Because mm. he wants to be, but he's too Lego. He's so Lego man. I love Lego man. Yes, my co-host is a Lego man <laughs> enthusiast. Here's the thing. We'll get into, we will ex- 
extensively unpack my Lego Man attraction. I don't know that Tamlin fits my. Mm-mm. He's so my blonde and Lego square. Man. I don't know what it is. I make no apologies though. Mm-hmm. I'm into what I'm into. I don't like it. Alas. Alas. Here, here we are. We are. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that our girl Feyre. I have a feeling that there's going to be some push and pull long term. It's fun to like kind of look at the tropes. Feyre is kind of in this book experiencing some tropes. Sure, sure, sure. Mm. We see the direction mm-hmm. with the one week a month that like this could go of more tropes. That's going to be a lot of tension. So yes, to there's it. going to be some more enemies to lovers action. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot more tension. A mm-hmm. lot more forced proximity that you're going to get later on. Mm. And um, yeah. Like, whatever tension you experience in this book, you're, it's going to triple in the next book. Are there worms in the next book is what I want to uh, know. No. Okay, there are no God. worms. <laughs> I that was a bummer a little bit. Yeah, that kind of. I was listening to it on 2.5 speed. But she fucking chucked that. She sure did. She chucked sure that thing. Did. That was brilliant. That was really smart. I, I I loved hearing her process in that. Mm. So smart. Yes. Okay, that it. was. We got any more thoughts on our story? Um, no, the last one is smut. What was the smut like uh, in this book? So, rating is low, yeah. low, low. So, low. we do Tintin. this on chili peppers. How many chili peppers out of five? Sorry, there's something in my eye. Really Cat. There's an orange cat in your eye. Yeah, there's, yeah. I'm allergic, oh, do it. <laughs> I'm allergic to orange cats. Yeah. Um, sorry, I try to cleanse, but. It's okay. No. Um, so, yeah, number of chili peppers out of five for this book. I think it's like one. Yeah, it's got to be like a one or two. At <laughs> it's best. really bad, especially I mean, because the hype was so loud. And I get that the hype was for the series. Yeah, and so we can take that with a grain of salt for yeah. sure. But like, I told y'all, I'm really only interested in smut anymore. Period. And so especially when something is like labeled as smut, like yeah, I know what I'm here for. So I think the the expectations were much higher. That energy can be frustrating. Did it? Sexually frustrating. Um, because it's like you, you're coming to this work of fiction mm-hmm. to get turned on. Mm-hmm. Like the point is, and so there is kind of like a, an inerrant frustration in that mm-hmm. of like, okay, okay. And it's not even about the story. I feel like if I went into this, oh, that's a good perspective. If I went into this mm-hmm. just thinking it was fiction, I would be like pleasantly surprised. Be like, oh, For and sure. now she's naked. Right. Oh, God. Like that would be cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, going into it, Expecting, you know, fairy porn, some fairy porn, yeah, mm-hmm. and then not having as much understanding that it is the series, and I respect that. So yeah, I think that that makes us, expectations. The chili peppers down at about one. Yeah, it's a one. It's a one for sure. A one. The tension's building. Maybe like a cumulative chili peppers as nice the season as uh, the series goes on. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. for sure. And like Tamlin, I'm sorry. My guy, you're so boring in bed. He's repressed. Like, what the fuck was that? It was he's so laden. lame. He's laden with responsibility. I, no, there's no excuse. I'm sorry. I, I, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. She was having better sex with that random guy from in the yeah, barn. Isaac Hale. Isaac. Yeah. I did really love that we got to, like, 
give a farewell nod to Isaac. I thought that was a cute little closure moment. You married And now. I also love that that was a very intentional skirting of, like, a virgin trope. Yes. Like, let's go yes. ahead and establish that, We're not, like, this is not a virginal point. hero. And even the way she talked about it was very sex positive. Mm-hmm. Of, like, we don't love each other. Like, this is a tension release. Yeah. That, like, we're just normal people doing age-appropriate, oh. like like healthy yeah great sex. Point. so i loved that because i think that the virgin the virginity trope gets a little pretty yeah virginity is, well. a, is a construct but yeah. yes the, the trope is yeah yeah it's very that can even especially in some of the exploitative situations she's put in mm-hmm. like against her will the kind of forced proximity situations yeah to know that like oh she's wise to like sex in general yeah like it's a beautiful to know that like she knows what's going on yeah i did like that and another shout out for some body positivity she felt more sexually confident as she was like eating more yes new place and was like oh "Oh, my curves i never thought that i would like experience my body in this way Mm -hmm. and so even though it certainly was not like thick girl uh, smut necessarily, but like, yeah, it was she. She appreciated her yeah. curves, and that seemed to really add to her sex appeal. Not only like internally, but also to the dudes as well. Were kind of true. Yeah, to that. And I, so yeah, I like. Uh, I like. I love that too. too. Like, yeah, when you you eat and you fill up. When you feel healthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, there's something about that. You also, that vitality. Mm -hmm. You went to, yeah, it's a turn on. Yeah, Yeah. I liked that. I didn't think of it. So some avoidance of some tropes there that I appreciated. Yeah, thank you. I think SJM is very, she's very conscious of stuff like that, I feel like. Yeah, that was brilliant. I didn't, yeah, it had been since the holidays since I thought of her eating at the, the, I didn't think of that perspective. I love that. Yeah. The smut gets better, um, and you will learn that uh, Tamlin has, does not have much to offer mm. compared to other men in this story. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I'm very excited. Yeah. This will be fun. Um, that's, that's all of our bullet points. There was a story. Uh, uh-huh. The next bullet says story. Was there one? Did we care? Focusing on the right holes. There, there's a story here. Yeah, obviously. we want to worry about not the plot holes. We want to worry about the correct holes. Yes. Here. You know, there's pl- obviously mm. there's plot holes in smut. There's gonna be sure. plot holes. Fine. Yeah, but Pull we're not. Full. We're not focusing on different that. holes. Yeah, worry about. The I'm really not here. reading to be critical. No, I'm really. not. <laughs> that should be our tagline. Like... <laughs> Colon, where we worry about the right holes. Yeah, we were. Like, oh. Our kinky candles, where we worry about the right. Exactly. Holes. I like that. I think. And I mean, yeah, like we understand good literature. Like we understand that is not. I've read Wuthering Heights, okay. Sure, 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 sure. sure. (laughs) Like we are educated women. We just like, we also know when to worry about the right holes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this book is a story. Um, There is sex in it. It's not very. (laughs) Air quotes. Yeah, I put air quotes around it. There's not, it's not, it's there. It's not very descriptive. That's Mm -hmm. what I would say. Like Mm -hmm. there are what, there's like two scenes maybe. Yeah. And like there's tension building. There's tension, that's and there's the like same as sex. two sex scenes. Um, one of them I think is fade to black. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one is just not very descriptive. Yeah, but I didn't. I still left. I finished the book with the impression that the smut will be good when it arrives. Yes, correct. Like I'm not skeptical of the author's capacity necessarily somehow and i can't like ground that in anything i can't think of any examples of why that might be but 
I'm Maybe. optimistic for this month that is yet to come. It's as if it's a slow burn. Ah. It, from a series lens. Yes. We've seen slow burn yeah. as a trope. We've seen slow mm-hmm. burn played out in an individual. Mm-hmm. We've seen slow burn played out in like an actual book. But this is like maybe a slow burn in a series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. I think that you all will be content with where the story goes in the next book. Those are beverages being thanked about. Yeah, can you hear that in the background? <laughs> By no one in particular. Yeah, I, I think... It's a, she was so descriptive with her fade to blacks, with her tension building that like, I respect like, oh, she knows her shit. Oh, she can describe a sex scene very well. She yeah, just she's hasn't done capable. it yet. capable. <laughs> There's just a reason. Maybe this was a publishing move. Maybe. Who can know oh, it? Yeah. And the real question is, is our next episode going to be about a comf- a comma, what's a Akatar? Akatar. <laughs> the next what's book the... is A Court of Mist and Fury, or Akomath, if you want to shorten it. Though I wouldn't, because it sounds dumb as hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mist and Fury. That requires that you all to... pertaining to... Mist and Fury. Ooh, that feels like, that feels like they dampen... Ooh, does it feel Fury. like recent to you? It feels like it's some Perhaps balance. that there is a bargain that she has to fulfill in the next... But ooh, 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 I have a little competition between the two. I don't. Think There's no competition. I'm. <laughs> the competition goes away immediately. Ooh. Like within the first Does five chapters. Do you know that though? Um. Yes. Ooh. I would say yes. Do you think she, she has? A, she questions. Her, she questions herself a lot. But I think you know. Ultimately, she knows. Like this is fucked up. You know, the library copy is not available for 18 weeks, so I'm going to need to borrow it. Yes, copy. you can. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so maybe the next Don't episode. Don't worry, I already put A Court of Wings and Ruin on hold as well. Beautiful. I also Wings have that. Ruin. I also have that book, too. And the fourth one. And the Christmas Ooh. special, if you want to read the Christmas special. Christmas So <laughs> there's like, so there's a, a, like I think it's like 150 pages. It's super short, like a little novella in between book three and book four. Ooh. And it literally is a Christmas special. It takes place during like their Christmas time. Oh, um, It's really cute. It does not add anything to the plot, except that there is one really good sex scene in it. And that's the only mm. reason. That's mm. the only reason I would recommend mm. that you read it. There's no like... You don't need it for the rest of the story. They label okay. it as number 3.25 yes. in the series. Which literally. Which is a really... That's not three and a half. <laughs> yeah, no. not even three and a half. <laughs> it's literally... It took, I read it in two... I think I read it's it in less than baby. two hours. Oh, my God. Aww. And, yeah, it's it's silly. They just... They're, like, getting drunk and decorating for Christmas. And Stop. there's one, like, really good sex scene. That's it. I like it. We yeah, love a good fun. sex scene. That's why we're here. Yeah. So, uh, maybe the next one will not be Acomath because it's going to take you... The book is... Thick. So uh, it's thick. <laughs> so uh, it might take you a little while to get through it, which is fine. Yeah, I do. I love. Um, I don't know. Are y'all multiple book readers at a time? Do y'all read multiple things at a time? I've already read it, so I'm. Not, this is okay. all you all. Well, in general, in regular times, do you are you able to kind of like keep multiple things rolling at one time? I don't like to, That's but okay. I'm also like really fast. Oh, okay. So I can. Book it out. I can read a book. I don't know, like a, a 325-page smut book. I can finish that in a day. So. Okay, well. Nice. You, you. I mean, you read. Your priorities book are Book lovers way well. Like, you were a day ahead of me for book lovers. I read quickly. I will yeah, never forget about that. I usually read for like an hour before bed every night. That's my like little bedtime routine. I respect. Which also is good for smut. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We know yeah. what we know what we're talking about. Yeah. You're already in bed. Mm-hmm. It's already Ooh. It's, all it's all there. Yep. Such a good energy. Mm-hmm. And then you fall asleep so peacefully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say I love to read um a more content heavy book, like such as Akatar, alongside something like such as Faking with Benefits or something Hell yeah. Oh sure. That's what I can read. I wouldn't read like Two high fantasy smut books. Okay. At once. No. Like I would read like a mo- like a Emily Henry at the yeah. same time as this because there's just like apples and oranges. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah. I can so, do. I can yeah. probably do that. I can sure. multitask in that way, but mm-hmm. they can't be too similar. Yeah, I can do a garbage and a not garbage at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I would be honored one day for somebody to cost something I wrote garbage in that oh, way. Oh, absolutely. Because that's a high compliment, and high I hope compliment. these authors who will one day listen to our podcast. Experience it as much. Oh, yeah. If we're reading your garbage, we love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot garbage. Hot garbage. <laughs> Thank you for your service, is what we're saying. Thank you. Okay, did we cover it? I think that that's pretty good. Uh, we want to thank our co-host yes. for oh, an effervescent opinion, just priceless yes. insight. Bringing in the, the amazing opinions for Akatar. Mm-hmm. We love it. Mm-hmm. We um, will we will rope you into many more episodes. Please. Oh yeah, I mean you're in this book club too, so yeah. Um, we love to see it where we worry about the right holes. We worry about the right holes. All right, that's it for this episode. We'll see you all next time. Remember, pee after sex. That's the best advice I can give. <laughs> Pretty solid, really. Yeah. Pee every time. <laughs>